Welcome to Weird World, the podcast. I'm your host, Dean. I have with me my guest host, my guest. No, you know, I don't like, no, let's not say that. How about well, my yeah. sidekicks? Let's go with <laughs> Fuck that. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm Emma. Hi, guys. Welcome to the podcast. My name is Emma. I'm your host tonight, and I'm joined I by... I'm the hosting. founder and host and chairwoman, Erin. <laughs> and I'm Carrie, the queen of the weird <laughs> Oh, shit. shit. Damn. I was going to have the god emperor, but I'm going to try to do that. <laughs> So today, Carrie, queen nice. queen of the podcast, is going to tell us a story about maybe one of the strangest one of that one of, one of the strangest one of the strangest swings I've ever seen. Novel. <laughs> <laughs> Carrie, our queen, That's is going good. to tell a story about one of the greatest modern Polish novels of all time. Uh, it, it is a it, it's an international murder. Ooh, story. international Mystery. murder! Uh, yeah, international murder. Is that the theme song for international <laughs> murder? <laughs> Something that. Okay. Well, I'm going to take you to Poland. Ooh. Oh my god! Oh my god! Figuratively or literally? Oh my god! <laughs> Surprise, guys! We're going to Poland for for the next some minutes. Okay. And the year 2000. Oh my god, that's when I was born. Mm -hmm. We're gonna start in December. I don't have an an exact date, but you know. So I was born. You were. You were alive in December 2000. Oh shit. So was I. (laughs) We all were. On a cool December morning, three fishermen were casting off on the Oder River. Where they were most likely going to fish for perch, pike, and sun bass. Okay. Thanks for the menu. When one of them noticed something floating along the shore. Looked kind of like a log. Like, you know, things usually look like. So they always think. Uh Yeah. Before they find a... Well, when when it got a little bit closer... (laughs) Totally blew that, by the way. No, I... Hey... (laughs) Hey, whose story is this? Hey. (laughs) You should have seen how mad she actually looked. Okay, listeners. I am in physical jeopardy. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, When it got closer, they saw what looked like human hair on the log. It's not a log. It's a hairy log. It's a really hairy log. It's not not poop. It's not a log. (laughs) Story from Rachel's childhood. It's not a rock, but it's not a rock. Uh, And then when they pulled it even closer, they discovered that it was a dead body. That's where I was going. A woman or a man? It was a man. (laughs) They called the police because you know Polish people follow the rules and they do what What? they're supposed to do. Other people elsewhere wouldn't have called the police when they find a body in the river. I think they would. Uh, Yeah, people don't. We've had many a story. Weekend at Bernie's exhibit uh, well, A. Well, I didn't realize that. I did the weekend you know at Bernie's. Point taken. I just watched that episode. So they called the police. They came and fi- actually fished the man's body out of the river. And as we said, it was a man. He was dressed in nothing but a sweatshirt and underwear. You make it sound so sexy. <laughs> he was dressed. Nice. Let me tell you. How he was did he have a shirt under the sweater? Sweatshirt. Did no. he have a shirt under it? No. Just Did he nothing? have uh, pierced Just... nipples? Uh-uh. Did he have a Sir Walter Raleigh? Mom. The body... <laughs> I, knocked, I knocked my mic. <laughs> the body was tied up. The arms were tied behind the back. The feet were tied together. And they were both bound behind him. You know, like a reverse hog tie. Yeah, nasty. Wow. And they were attached wow. to a noose Oof. around his neck. That's not good. So wow. it's a... I don't know if, if this particular configuration has a name but it's designed so that the more you struggle the tighter the noose gets Oof. so yeah so it's bad the body also had signs of torture and the autopsy showed that he must have been starved for several days before he died because there was no food in his stomach or his intestines so somebody had literally no shit no shit so someone had had him for a while doing terrible things to Mm -hmm. him could they tell what kind of things they didn't do I, I didn't read specifics. They I think the way he was butt. bound and tied. Okay. Was bad <laughs> okay. He was not. There was no sexual element. See, oh. I was going like cigarette burns or you know, like mm-hmm. bruises. What? Well, he did have trick things to the nipples. Junk. No, not the nipples. Much the, worse. The penis. Mm. He had injuries consistent with strangulation. Oh. So they initially thought that could be the cause of his death. 
but they discovered water in his lungs. <gasps> so, so he was alive. Wow. Yeah. So they tortured him for three days, didn't let him eat nothing, and then hog tied him her behind it with, with a noose. With a noose and then tossed him into the lake or river. River. No yeah. last meal or nothing. Yeah. What the heck? No Not even a last meal. Twinkie. Twinkie. Nothing. Nope. Twinkie. Yeah. Twinkie. Twinkie. Okay. okay, what would your last meal be? Would it be a Twinkie? No, it would be McDonald's. Jesus. No. <laughs> I'm talking about Aaron. It'd not probably be a Mexican popsicle. Mexican popsicle? Yeah, For your one. last meal, the whole meal would be a Mexican popsicle. No, one of them would be, part of it would be a Mexican popsicle. That's like dessert. Yeah. What would mine be? I don't know. Uh, mine would be a tri-tip sandwich and fries. Okay. Right. Cooly fries. No yeah, cooly fries. It might be I lamb. With a shit ton of ranch. Ooh. Ugh, God, you're a monster. <laughs> In the olden days, mine would have been something from Jack Shrimp. Mm, not anymore. But they don't exist anymore. Let's move on. <laughs> um, okay. So, what did I say? Oh, the, okay. He was tall. Ooh. With long, dark hair and blue eyes. And he just happened to match the description of a man who had been reported missing by his wife about four weeks earlier. Four weeks? Wow. Yeah. That man was last seen on November 13th. His name was Darius Janaszewski. 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 Go ahead and settle on one and just go with it even though it's going to be wrong. I'm going to call him Darius. Darius. All right. (laughs) And it's probably not even pronounced like that. It's probably Darius or something like that. Darius. It ends in S-Z. Oh, well, oh. I don't know. So Darius was from a small town called Roclaw, W-R-O Claw, okay. <laughs> which was about 60 miles away from the Oder River where he was found. He was 35 years old. He owned a smallish advertising agency. He had a degree in law studies. And he composed songs and played the guitar in a little rock band. Oh, I gave my love a cherry. And then people would attack him. Yeah. Well, Darius seems to have had a nice life. He was well-liked. Everybody say he was a nice guy. I'm sorry. Did you say this already? And I just didn't listen. Is he married? Was he married? Mm-hmm. Yeah, his wife, his wife is the one. Yeah. Did he have kids? No. Okay. Well, we'll get to that. So I'm. We're gonna tell you, there's a, there's a, just say that he was shooting blanks. Okay, <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. that's possible. Okay. So on November thirteenth, his wife left for work a little bit before he did. He didn't have, you know, he was the boss of his work, so he didn't have to be in super early. And in fact, his mother and his brother also worked with him in his little ad agency. He would roll in at noon and immediately for lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck yeah, bitches. Hey, if I'm the boss, that's what I might do. Jesus. <laughs> that's worth it. Work out that turn. <laughs> yeah. Well, on November 13th, his mother... We're being dive-bombed right now. No, we're mm-hmm. not. How do you know? I just know. On this particular morning, his mother was in the office all by herself when she got a phone call from a man claiming to be a client... He asked a few business-related questions about, like, a couple wanting a couple billboards here and then a big billboard there. And and then when she started asking him some more questions, he said he could only speak to Darius Ooh. about this particular job. And so she said, okay, fine. And Do that they, in a Polish accent. Go. No. You can only and, speak to Darius. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you looking like you have you're on a heroin? Like Sorry, but I got a little bit shoulders. of pizza roll on my. There we go. Okay. So she gave him um, Darius's cell phone number. Five 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 one two one two. She said he sounded like a professional person, like he could be a client. So then uh, Darius came into the office a little while later and told his mom that the the man who she had given his cell phone number to had called him and they arranged for a meeting for that afternoon. So then around four o'clock that afternoon, he left the office to go to this meeting. He wants to be in the middle of a park. That is weird, but that's weird. But you know, I'm a professional. So (laughs) he didn't tell his mom where the meeting was. Didn't bring a blanket and a picnic basket (laughs) and lubricant. I don't understand. (laughs) Is something going on? Ham and cucumber sandwiches. (laughs) (laughs) What? <laughs> it was weird that when he left the office, he didn't take his own car. What? His Peugeot. <gasps> Sweet rat. Ooh, you know how to pronounce that. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I do. P-O-Jot. 
<laughs> which apparently he loved his Peugeot. Why didn't he take his car? And when he, you know, it wasn't unusual for him to have an out of office meeting and he would always drive himself. Gotta take the sweet Peugeot. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it as cool as the German guy's sweet blue? What kind of car was that again? The uh, Yanksy guy? We, God damn it. We that never was a sweet can blue. remember what kind we, of car that was. It's not as cool as that car, but it's probably a pretty cool car. What color was the I Peugeot? don't know the breeds of cars. I'm calling it a Peugeot from now on. My seventh grade Spanish teacher drove a Peugeot, and he thought he was really cool. I'm sure he's <clears throat> picking okay. up all the students, but go ahead. So, Darius didn't come home that night. Uh-oh. His wife and his mother were both very concerned, understandably so. So, first thing the next morning, his wife reported her husband missing to the police. They, of course, said it was way too early to report him missing. He was a grown man. Oh, yeah, bitch. He didn't have to come home if he doesn't want to. What have you done? You know? Wow. That's some attitude. Maybe he didn't Mm -hmm. want to come home to you. Maybe you're a horrible woman. Was it that tone of voice? I don't know. God, you're turning it pretty negative. But they did say it was way too early. He was a grown man. And he could go missing if he wanted to. They always do that. Yes. It's really annoying. But... They did eventually take a report and blah, blah, blah. Clearly, they didn't do much to try to find him. No. Because three fishermen had to find him for them. God damn it. So once his body was discovered, the police really kicked their investigation into high gear. (laughs) They, um... Wait, is it confirmed his body? Yes. Okay. Well, his wife was too upset to identify his body she wouldn't look at it so his mom went in and did it and and as soon as she saw his long dark hair and i guess a birthmark on his chest Mm. she knew it was her son will you identify my body sure thanks appreciate it Mm -hmm. i'm not gonna identify yours i'll have one of these kids (laughs) i'll have our children identify your body well i have a grandchildren yeah let's do that lily They sent scuba divers down into the river to look for evidence. They didn't find anything. And they had the forensics people search the nearby forest where the body was found. Because it's kind of a deserted place. It's not some place where people would just go. Yeah. There's no picnics or frolicking in this particular No ham and forest. cucumber sandwiches? No. Nope. What? Ham and cucumber. <laughs> no, get that I don't. From? Okay. Queer eye. <laughs> <laughs> The only people who would be going through there would be fishermen. So, but and they found no evidence in the forest as well. They looked into his business records. He didn't have any debts, no enemies, no legal issues, no criminal record, and no political issues. Whatever that it would be. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? what year was this? Two thousand. Well, yeah. Stern block. Okay, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't super long Not after the fall far. of Eastern block. There were a lot of there. People were finding out that, like in East Germany. A lot of German citizens, had, East German citizens, had worked for the Stasi and secretly ratted out their neighbors and things like that. So there was some revenge killings. I don't mm. know if that happened in Poland or not, but it could have. Interesting. Well, yeah, they didn't find that he had any such issues. So they checked the phone records from his office to see if they could figure out who that mystery customer was. Yeah. And they traced the call to a nearby phone booth. So that's that same phone booth that placed the call to his office one minute later called his cell phone. Oh. Okay. So it was the person. It was for sure him. How, how are people, how are murderers going to make discreet calls like that nowadays without phone booths? Burner phone. Burner phone. Damn it. <laughs> and what do they sell? How are, how are burner phones justified if not for kidnappers, murderers, and drug dealers? Seriously. People who can't get, uh, don't have good enough credit to get that's fine, but you think you'd have they, they should have demands on on okay you, you you can buy this burner phone I get it you you can't get credit but you have to show me some ID yeah. and it has to be registered and recorded yeah or you something can like you that. can get a prepaid phone mm-hmm. you you can get a phone from Verizon without credit seriously burner phones seem like they're just just made for people <clears throat> who up to no good yeah mm-hmm. yep but you know what about somebody who wants to be off the grid yeah who, who doesn't want to be tracked by the man well then. Do some. I mean, do get, people have some a, smoke signals? Do people have a then right don't use not a to be traced? <laughs> I suppose by the government. I suppose. Okay. <laughs> Damn it. I mean, it doesn't automatically make you bad. Mm. Not automatically, but it should raise some red <laughs> flags. Eight times out of a hundred. What are you using it for then? <laughs> I just want to stay off the grid. 
that's also kind of a red flag. But, <laughs> but you're in Walmart. <laughs> people are people can be weird without being criminal, you guys. Can they? Can what if they're they? criminally but weird? But no one who's criminal stupid. isn't weird. Yes, and no one who's weird is criminal is not criminal weird. Weird. <laughs> okay. <sighs> okay. So already exaggerated. Like, Fuck you guys. Yeah. The receptionist in the building where they worked saw him leave at four o'clock, so she would other than the murderers, probably be the last person to see him. She said she saw two men outside, and it looked like perhaps they were following him. Hmm. Two men. Two men. She couldn't describe them, though. She didn't get a good look or description of them. Hmm. Darius was a big guy. He was over six feet tall and probably about 200 pounds at least. So they're thinking it wouldn't be so easy for just one guy to kidnap him and drag him into a car or subdue well, him. Or there's this thing called a gun. Sure. And <laughs> presumably he was lured by a potential customer yeah. in, you know, probably in his car, maybe. I don't know. So anyway. Yeah, that that's, is weird. I mean, he, he must have, whoever this person lured him must have said, I'll come pick you up. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, we would have taken his pooge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But she didn't, that receptionist didn't see him get in a car. Yeah. She just my, saw him walking down the street. So my sweet blue ride is, my, my yeah. hatchback is, is over here. Follow me. Hatchback. My AMC Pacer. Maybe they didn't want to be my, seen by the My gremlin. Sure. Ooh, fuck sure. yeah. So they looked into the marriage, obviously, because that's what they do when somebody dies. And uh, he and his wife had been married for eight years. They'd had a rough patch, but they worked it out, and they were currently trying to adopt a child. Mm. So everything looked okay. So on somebody that end. wasn't fertile. You're just obsessed with that. Sure. Just wondering. <laughs> they called Madonna. What do we do? Help us. <laughs> so they investigated for about six months, and then it stalled. They had no leads. Six months. Found no evidence. Wow. Didn't know where to take it. So they basically just shelved it. Yep, pretty much. Put it on hold. Kind of became a cold case. So the family put a cross on a tree near where the body was found. And um, some people in the Polish press called it the perfect crime. Because it was seemingly never going to be solved. Then three years later. Three years. Yep. So now we're in 2003. I was three. Okay. <laughs> okay. Depending on the year. Four. You're Dep- so lucky. I mean, depending on the time of year, I was either mm-hmm. two or three. Yeah. You're, you're I, so lucky. I don't know you're, exactly you're, what time it was. Not just a, a, a zero year, but a triple zero year. That's, I know. I'm so easy. fucking lucky. I, I will literally never forget how old I am. Ever. That makes me angry. Mine's just plus one. Yep. It would have been cool if I was born like January 2000, because, I mean, it's June 2000, so. Yeah. Half of the year I'm one age. You might forget if it's February. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, wait. But I had to deposit my seed in your mother and you were born nine months later. In October and then. Good God. Okay. (laughs) Good God. Three years later, a detective is now with the police department who wasn't there in 2000 during the initial investigation. And he's got, you know, a locked cabinet in his office with all the old files. So he opens it up and looks through the things and sees the title on this one. The Bridge of the River Quad. I forget, <laughs> I forget Darius's last name already. Jan, Janek. Janiszewski, Janiszewski, Janiszewski. Janiszewski. Ooh. Darius. <laughs> and it, it kind of rings a bell. You so burned the long dead guy who <laughs> was tortured to death. That's good. That's Sorry. Work. He kind of remembers that name. And he decides he's going to look into it. His name, Yasek. Yasek. <laughs> Fuck. Oh my God. J A C E K. Yeah. Which I'm going to call him Wait, Jack. Who, who's this guy now? The detective. Okay. Yasek. I'm going to call him Jack. Jack. Because Yasek or. Super ethnocentric. Well, go ahead. It, no, that's what it is in English. Oh, okay. It's Jack? Okay. It's Jack. Yasek. Oh. And his last name is Rabluski. We should start calling Jack Yasek. You call him Jack Ruby. <laughs> W-R-O-B-L-E-W-A-S-K-I which Robel in English means sparrow. 
So Jack, Jack Sparrow. Sparrow. Well, they actually it. called him Jack Sparrow. Oh my god! Was he a captain? <laughs> <laughs> was he always vaguely drunk? No. Jack actually was a good guy. Why did we watch movies with an alcoholic as children? <laughs> yeah, that's wrong. Yeah, who beat his wife? It turns yeah, out. Mm-hmm. yeah. After he graduated from high school in 1984. Are you talking about the detective? Yes. Okay. We're talking no, about pirate. Captain Jack Sparrow. Oh, I was confused. <laughs> After he graduated from high school in 1984, which is also the year I graduated from high school, everybody. Whoa. He began searching for his purpose in life. He worked as a municipal clerk, a <laughs> locksmith, a soldier, an aircraft mechanic, and in defiance of the communist government, <laughs> a union organizer Jack. allied with solidarity. We fuck with Jack. Right. Yeah. Jack. With Jack Sparrow. Turns out the police department only, you know, paid new cops like a couple thousand dollars a year. Jesus. I mean, H. yeah. I don't know how he survived, but. Bribes. Yeah. No, he's a good guy. Go, go, dance. We like Jack Sparrow. Probably. Go, go. <laughs> Yeah, the boots. Mm-hmm. Well, so in 1994, in the so 10 years after graduating from high school, he joined the police department. But during his free time, he was studying psychology at a local university because he wanted to understand the criminal mind. Mm. So he thought that he could take Darius's case and look into it and maybe find something that the original investigators had overlooked. So he poured through the files and looked at the pictures and the autopsy report and all that kind of stuff. And he thought, based on the brutality of the crime, that it must have been somebody who had a deep grievance against Darius. And the fact that he had very little clothes on, you know, that they had took, probably at some point, they had stripped him completely naked. And that was a sign of humiliation. And then he realized that none of Darius's belongings or clothes had ever been found. Who was clothes was he wearing? The, the little he had a, well, his other clothes, his oh, okay. pants, his socks, his shoes, oh, his, and uh, he probably wasn't wearing a sweatshirt to work, so the sweatshirt probably wasn't even his. Hmm. So the only thing that he was wearing that was his was the underwear, and so Banana they didn't hammock, find anything else. Mm-hmm. And his wife said that he always carried two credit cards in his wallet. They didn't find his wallet, credit cards, self, in, and obviously we knew he had a cell phone. Didn't find any of that stuff. His cell phone. Or his credit card, uh, his credit cards hadn't been used since he was missing. And his cell phone hadn't been used and it was never found. So you're right. So that meant it was not a robbery. I'm going to guess at the bottom of that river. Yep. Well. Because those things don't float like a body. They thought so. I'm not sure I pronounce it like that. uh, Jack Sparrow or Robluski (laughs) thought he'd try to track the cell phone. See if maybe somebody pawned it or sold it or something like that. So he checked with his wife and Poland's like technology, telecommunications and all that kind of stuff was a little bit lagging behind other countries. The strings and cans, by the yeah. way, in, in some parts of the country. Still a little bit behind. I mean, they still had the little apple on them. but Yes. Well, on they the, did a good the job. The cans. Mm-hmm. They did a good but job. You know why? Because that was a can of apples. No. Oh, that was just coincidence. Darn it. He thought he could try to trace the phone using the IMEI number. I know what that is. I don't know what that is. What? Yeah. No. It's it's like a it's kind of like a serial number. Each phone has its own IMEI number and when you buy a new phone, there's all these there's like a I think is it a Mac number? There's all these different numbers. We'll take your word for it. Assigned <laughs> to your specific phone. His wife just happened to have kept the receipt. Hmm. Ooh, wow. From when they bought in the paperwork from when they bought his phone. And so she had his IMEI number. Good thing for hoarders. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I think Marissa still has her shit. Has I save that. I save that kind of stuff too. So she turns out she needed to because her phone was fucked up. Yeah. Remember? Yep. See? Yeah. So anyway, Bitch. using the IMEI number, he was able to find out that it had been sold on an online auction site <gasps> called Allegro. Four days after Darius had gone missing. Hmm. The seller's name was Chris underscore B. Hmm. Chris Brown. Oh, my God. God. It's all coming together. So through the online auction website, they found out that Chris B was a 39-year-old Polish intellectual named Christian Bala. Christian Bala. He's a Bala. (laughs) 
yeah. Chris, the um, online auction was C-H-R-I-S. This Christian was K-R-Y-S-T-I-A-N. Bala. B-A-L-A. B-A-L-A. So they didn't, this didn't, didn't sound super promising. They didn't think it was very likely that a murderer would murder somebody and then use their own profile to sell the victim's cell phone on an online auction site. They thought he probably could have found it on the street or at a pawn shop or maybe somebody gave it to him or something like that. And so they tried to track him down and he was not in the country of Poland at the time. It turned out that he spent most of his time out of Poland. He earned his living primarily from writing articles for like travel magazines, uh-huh. teaching English, or as a scuba diving instructor. Okay. Fuck yeah. Okay. He only came back to Poland every Renaissance man. now and then to visit his family. So, Robluski, a.k.a. Jack Sparrow... Just, you know, was checking into this guy's background to see who he was and discovered that he had written a novel that was recently published <gasps> entitled Amok. Amok. A-M-O-K. He decided to obtain himself a copy of that novel okay. and give it a read. He was on Kindle. It's 2003? Or yeah. Probably in 2004 now. I'm, I, know. I don't know how long all this took, so who knows. But... The cover of a muck had a surreal image of a goat, mm. which, as we all know, is the ancient symbol for the devil. Sure. Mm-hmm. This novel was sadistic, pornographic, and creepy. Oh my God. But he noticed there were a lot of similarities in the book to the murder of Darius. What? And this guy, Christian Bala. The main character is a bored Polish intellectual who muses about philosophy, drinks a lot, and has sex with a lot of women. And teaches snorkeling. (laughs) And then for for seemingly no reason, the main character in the book kills a woman using a method very similar to the method used to kill Darius. Well, how they I thought they didn't know it killed killed Darius. Well, the tying and the strangulation and the drowning. The hog tie formation. Mm -hmm. Okay, got it. The Main character, the protagonist of Amok, the name was Chris, C-H-R-I-S, and he seemed to be obviously based on Christian Bala. The murder victim in the book was a woman. Her name was Mary, and in addition to the noose and strangulation, all that kind of stuff, she also was stabbed with a Japanese knife. Hmm. Which Chris in the book then sold on an internet auction site. Oh my wow. god! Oh my god! Mm-hmm. The fact that Darius's cell phone was sold on an online auction site was never disclosed to the public by the police. Yeah. So the author of the book couldn't claim. Yeah. Well, I took all these things from the newspaper articles about that murder. So Jack Sparrow. Have they checked to see that Bala? Was in country in the end of 2000? I don't know. But Robloski made copies of the book. He didn't give a damn about copyright no, laws. No. He said, screw that. I'll be like good college professors who make a reader for you and you photocopy it and it costs a tenth of what it costs if you have to pay all those goddamn royalties. Yeah. Fuck them. Fuck so. them. Yeah. <laughs> So he made copies and he would give out chapters to other detectives and ask them to read them and analyze them, see if they could find any clues, any coded messages or parallels with the reality of the Darius case. He even asked a criminal psychologist to read the book and analyze the main character in it. All right. Which she basically said, you know, he's a psychopath. But she also said you can't correlate it to, you know, the author. I mean, some people. Well, you think can't automatically, but. Brett Easton Ellis should be in jail. Who? I mean, Brett, the guy who wrote American Psycho. Mm. Oh, because he must have killed somebody? Yeah. I mean, that's what American Psycho is. You're in the head of the main character who's a psychotic murderer. Yeah. The entire book. I won't give it away, but. Yeah. Hilarity ensues. <laughs> uh, I never saw that movie because it's Christian Bale. <laughs> He's a good actor, and you're just weird. Yeah, Carrie. Don't like him. You're a hater. He's a hate good actor. Hate. hate is kind of hate. It was a good movie. Yeah. Yeah, he's abusive to women, I so I don't like him. 
Well, Allegedly. just don't get in his sight line. Allegedly. Okay? Jesus. Had a good like point. Christian Bale's abusive to women, allegedly? Yeah, his mom and his sister. Oh, well, That's weird. Well, did they get in his I'm sight weird. line? Did they I'm get weird. I'm weird for not line? liking somebody who... No, I said that's he weird. He said that's weird. Oh, you need to Whoa. just... Whoa. Right? Whoa, mom. Did I get Whoa. in your sight line just now? <laughs> so... They all of this stuff was interesting. The parallels between Christian Bala and Chris and his book and, and Christian Bale, blah blah blah, and Christian Bale. Hey, yeah, that's mm. kind of a coincidence, isn't it? Oh my god, <laughs> I wonder what he looks like. Oh my god, but anyway, th- this wasn't really evidence, it's not really stuff yes. that they could use as Pretty evidence, suggest- suggestive, though, sure, it? but it's not direct. It so far, the, the direct connection they have is that he <laughs> sold the victim's cell phone, yes, that's it. That's a fairly mm-hmm. yeah, that's good one. decent connection, though. But what's he going to say? I found it. Of course. Yeah. But still. So. They specifically would not talk to his family. They didn't want to tip them off that they were investigating him because they didn't want them to tip him off and mm. cause him not to come back to Poland. Hmm. I promise so they questioned some of his more distant associates and looked into his background to create a profile of him. He and his character were consumed with philosophy, had been abandoned by their wives, had companies that went bankrupt, traveled around the world, and drank too much. One time, they questioned a, an, an old friend of his who said they were had been out drinking and, you know, just being obnoxious. They passed by a church... And stole a statue of St. Anthony so they would have another person to drink with. Oh, my God. I kind of like their style. In the novel Amok. Who hasn't tried to take a Bob's big boy? Who among us at this table was uh, didn't try to take a stuffed creature that belonged to a restaurant in Mammoth Mountain on the way down the mountain after skiing? Who? Uh, I guess that's just me. <laughs> so, All of that is just you. All of that are anecdotes that relate just to Dean. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. So in the novel Amok, Chris and his friend were caught by police drinking next to a statue of St. Anthony. Goodness. was the, Okay, but and that was from Kristen Bala's real life, though, right? Yes. So, I mean, again, he would just say, well, yeah, I took from my sure. own life to write mm-hmm. this book, like yeah. every novelist. Okay. Yes. They checked his online auction account, the one that he used to sell Darius's cell phone. And they checked his history. And actually, one month before Darius was killed, it showed that he'd been browsing. He didn't actually buy it, but he'd been looking at a secondhand police manual called Accidental Suicide or Criminal Hanging. Oh, my God. That's a little on the nose. Mm -hmm. Hog time for beginners. Mm -hmm. Yep. In February of 2002, they had aired... Murder for Dummies. Is that a real thing? Is that a book? Probably. I wouldn't be surprised. So in February 2002, they had aired a segment about Darius's murder on a TV show called 997. It, that's the like 911 for Poland. But it was a show like America's Most Wanted. And then they posted information about Darius's murder on their website and asked the public for tips. And so then over a period of time, they received hundreds of visits on the website from people in places like Japan, South Korea, and the United States. They didn't get any good leads on the website. People didn't, didn't get lots of good reports. Then on September 5th... The, wait, this Polish show got hits yeah. from all over the world. Mm-hmm. Specifically wide. Japan, South Korea, so, and yeah. the United States. Okay. That's going to be important, I feel like, the way you said that. Though. Yeah. So now we're back in September 2003. Bala comes home. And Jack Sparrow, Roblowski, Blueski, finds out about it. He's coming home to visit his family. So the police were waiting for him. Oh, shit. They nabbed him. They nabbed him. Good one, Kara. They nabbed the perp? Yep. He, of course, got all drama queen. (laughs) Said he was ambushed by thugs and severely beaten. He thought he was going to be killed and left in a field. He wrote... You mean when he was arrested by yes. police? Yes. He okay. wrote out this long, involved, dramatic account. And I don't know where he published it. I don't know what he did with it. But he was, you know, claiming to be kidnapped. 
And Detective Roblowski said, none of this happened. We used standard procedures and followed the <laughs> yeah. letter of the law. He was basically arrested without incident, without incident, no violence, and taken to the police station. He's what we call a little bitch. Little bitch boy. Mm-hmm. Bala. Polish lives matter. Polish lives matter. He was yelling. Well, he claimed that he didn't know Darius. He had never met him, and he didn't know anything about his murder. When they questioned him about the similarities between the character Chris in his book and himself and the murder in the book, he agreed. And he said, you know, a lot of, like he said, a lot of authors base a lot of elements in their novels from their own lives. Yeah. So what of it? What of it, bitch? <laughs> when they asked him about the cell phone that he sold, he said he couldn't remember where he got it. It after all, was five years ago. And he said maybe he got it at a pawn shop because, uh, because he had done stuff like that before. He offered to take a polygraph test, of course, and the results were inconclusive. But the, the polygraph person, I don't know what they're called, polygrapher. No, noticed <laughs> that during, at times during the test... He would breathe like a scuba diver breathes. Uh, he was trying. I don't know to what that means, but yeah. you know they suspected. It. Yeah, that he was trying to regulate. They found that his browsing history included beating the polygraph for dummies. <laughs> <laughs> did I keep say, it simple, stupid? What did I say? The results were inconclusive. Yes. Okay. So Polish law says that after forty-eight hours, they either have to charge you or release you, and they really didn't have enough to link him to the murder to charge him with the murder the only thing they had him on was selling stolen property the cell phone and that wasn't even going to get him jail time so they couldn't keep him in custody for that there was another weird charge that they had him on that you know they uncovered during their investigation i didn't even write it down fortunately (laughs) selling someone else's cell phone at that time in poland 25 to life (laughs) they were able to but he did have to give up his passport he was not allowed to leave because Poland of the cell phone again. charge. Just sort of a, or maybe because he was a suspect in a murder. Eh, okay, I don't know. So, Rabluski, the detective, was flipping through his passport and noticed that he had stamps from North Korea. Say it with me. Mm. Oh, South Korea, <laughs> Japan, <laughs> South oh Korea, God. and the United States. I don't know why I said North Korea. No, nope. I meant South. I'm sorry. All he places. Saw, he taught Kim Jong Un how to scuba dive. Yeah. yeah, all places that had recorded page views to the 997 yeah. website, Mm-mm-mm. which up until now had baffled investigators. Well, so he's. Um, that's obviously strongly suggestive evidence, but they're still not going to be enough to convict him. I Correct. But so they cross-referenced the dates from the passport that he was in those countries to when those page views were were um, recorded on the website, and they matched. So now he basically is one of those situations where the cops like, okay, we know who did it. We absolutely can't prove oh, yeah. it right now, but we absolutely mm-hmm. now we're satisfied we know who did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, Bala filed a grievance. He was upset with the way he was being treated by the police department. He claimed he was kidnapped and tortured. Jesus Christ. He tried, and he was pretty successful at drumming up support locally and internationally. He claimed he was being persecuted because of his art and religion and politics. And he, he even had an ex-girlfriend who did basically a GoFundMe. It wasn't a GoFundMe because that didn't exist back then. But, you know, trying to, to you know, solicit donations for his yeah. defense and all this kind of stuff. You know, claiming that he was being targeted by the government. and Like the anti-artistic freedom kind of thing? Well, and religion, because I guess, you know, there. I think his book had elements of like anti-Catholicism yeah. and, and you know. He, so the establishment, the man yes. was persecuting mm-hmm. him, bringing him down for trying to express himself in a murder torture book. Correct. Okay. So the police were busy trying to find a motive because, you know, lots of times they say if you can find a motive, you can find out who did it, right? So, if you give a murderer a motive, you're gonna have to. So. Uh, one of the less best-selling children's yeah. books, not as not, not as popular, as but still, I mean, in its own way. 
Well, one theory was that Bala was gay and had had a relationship with Darius. You know, people kill their lovers, apparently. In a muck, Chris wanted to strangle his friend with a rope when he confesses that he's gay to him. Uh-huh. But they found no evidence that Bala was gay in real life, so they crossed that one off their list. Does not like dick. Check. <laughs> Second theory was that he just wanted to kill to see if he could do it and get away with it. The old thrill kill. Mm-hmm. The Leopoldan lobe effect. Exactly. And there were um, parallels in the novel. And, you know, his pseudo-intellectual, yeah. you know, ramblings. Better than everyone else kind of a mm-hmm. thing. Yep. Smarter than yep. you. But then they thought the murder seemed so personal and brutal, there had to be some sort of connection between the victim and the murderer. Right? That's what they say. Don't they? Yeah. I'm, they I don't know. That. You know, that's always, <laughs> oh, there is... If there wasn't a person, you know, you stab them 44 times, they think it's personal. Yeah. yeah. And if you have to be Probably. close up. Yeah. So according to several people they talked to, when Bala and his wife had separated in 2000, he was still very possessive and controlling of her. He would like, you know, check her phones and follow her oh, around. We're friends. We have a friend who does that. It's kind of a stalker. <laughs> yeah. Not to exes, though. He only does it to Kurt. You're right. You're right. Still weird. It's fucking weird as fuck. <laughs> that shit does not fly with me. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I told dad he could track my phone if he wanted to. No interest whatsoever. <laughs> Literally no. If he wanted to know when I'm at the grocery store, uh, when I'm care. at the gas yeah. station. Would literally never check it. <laughs> I have a very exciting life. Yes, you you might be surprised. Well, maybe I'm going to have to get this app. You get you, to see. You, help me do you get to see all the time she texts one of her four children. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, and and when they were married, he had accused her of sleeping around and cheating on him and all the fun stuff. Uh, you maybe dick don't mean you gotta be mad about it. Jesus Christ! <laughs> A, you sound drunk. B, you sound bitter. <laughs> you got weak dick, buddy. <laughs> At a New Year's Eve party in 2000, Bala went crazy and got violent when he thought a bartender was quote making advances toward his wife, which I think she would have been his ex-wife at that point, yeah. or at least he separated. Insecure. Yeah, you think? Yes. He screamed that he would take care of the bartender and that he had quote already dealt with such a guy. Whoa! Oh shit! So this would have been this was December of 2000, and as we know, Darius was. Yeah. Went missing in November. He meant an eight percent tip. He didn't mean any. I don't yeah. know why you're thinking. Yeah, he said I have two hundred confirmed kills. I will. Do- <laughs> <laughs> well, the police telecommunications people they were able to determine that those calls made to Darius's office from the phone booth were made using a phone card, and they could you know oh, identify. I remember those. Yeah, specific a specific you know number for that particular card. And they discovered that that same card had made 32 calls in a three-month period. Hmm. And some of those 32 calls were to Bala's parents, Bala. his girlfriend. So they don't know who owned that card. They just know what the, the calls that card was used to yes. make. Yes. Oh, shit. To, to, to Darius's office and his cell phone the and, day he went missing. And, and a bunch of stuff that are... Things that related to Bala. Bala would, would mm-hmm. call. Okay. That's, that's good. That's better evidence. They're this getting is there. really good evidence. His parents, his girlfriend, his friend, and a business associate. So not his ex-wife? So a different girl? <clears throat> yes. Yes. Oh, he, shit. He was already separated from his wife. Yeah. Well. You know he's controlling with her, too, though. They're always controlling. Mm-hmm. Well, he had at least one ex-girlfriend who felt fondly about him. Because it lasted six weeks before he got the, a chance. You know, mm-hmm. go fund me or whatever. She's, you know why? Because she's like, thinking, I'm going to protect our... That's why. She's like, like a hippie kind of a thing yeah. I'm thinking going on there. She has dreadlocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. White girl dreadlocks. I, White do girl. I need to say more? They're blonde <laughs> dreadlocks. I mean, well, then they found one more very crucial connection. His ex-wife, her name was Stacia. Stacia. Short for something, but I, I didn't mm-hmm. write it down. How do you spell it? S-T-A-S-I-A. Or Stasha. Stasha. Like, you know, short for Anastasia, but that wasn't her name. As I said, I didn't write down her name. Short for Hermit, but you know. Well, her friend has an even better name. Malgorzata. I like it. Drozdzal. You're going to call her Mal. You're going to call Stasha and Mal. 
<laughs> we don't need to say her name again. All right. But anyway, she said in the summer of 2000, she and Stacia had gone out to a nightclub called the Crazy Horse. Oh, yeah. I like it. And while she was out dancing with some dude, she saw Stacia talking to a man who had long, dark hair and blue eyes. She recognized him from a town, from around town, and it was Darius Janiszewski. Janis Janiszewski. Okay. <laughs> I promise you weren't going to say that again. So they got this story from her friend Mal Gorzada. Mal. Now they needed to corroborate the story with Stacia. They had questioned her before, and she basically refused to cooperate. She didn't want to say anything bad She's about scared. him. Scared. They thought perhaps she was scared of him, or. Uh, they had a son together. So, you know, they also thought she could be protecting her son. But so anyway, then they, so they went back to her and they showed her some chapters for, and her, when she was with him, he hadn't published the book. Yeah. So she hadn't ever read the book. She wasn't interested and she didn't want to read it. So they showed her some chapters that specifically talked about the character's wife in the book. Mm. She was appalled by the similarities to her. And she quickly changed her mind hmm. about talking to the I'll police. Show him for writing this smut. She confirmed that she met Darius at the Crazy Horse. I had ordered French fries, and I asked a man next to the bar whether the French fries were ready. <laughs> that man was Darius. They then spent the entire night talking, and he gave her his phone number. Later, they did go on a date and checked into a motel. But before anything happened, Panky, panky. he admitted that he was married. <gasps> Oh, shit. So she left. She said she knew what it was like to be the wife whose husband betrayed her, and she mm. didn't want to do mm. that to another woman. Sisters. I like it. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's what's up. Yep. The problems. Go, bitch. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. then the problems in Darius's marriage soon ended, and he never saw Stacia again. Mm-hmm. And then he and his wife decided they wanted a baby. So several weeks after this date, um, Stacia said... Bala showed up at her house drunk and upset, demanding that she admit to having an affair with Darius. I don't know how he found out about it, hmm. but he broke down the front door and hit her. So <gasps> Stacia, okay, so Stacia was, he was never truly attached to her, correct? It's his ex-wife. Oh, his ex-wife. Okay, I was confused. Okay. Aren't you writing notes? No. I guess I should have. <laughs> oh, I said, I don't know how he knew. He said he hired a police, a private detective, and knew everything she was doing. I don't know if that's true or uh, not. He could have been following her, following her himself. himself. Yeah. Who knows? So that's his ex-wife now. Yes. For And they've been divorced for a while, right? I, I don't know. Divorced, oh, separated. separated. Okay. Yeah. And I don't he know. sees her talking to... Darius. Darius, our victim. Mm-hmm. And he... Shits his pants, freaks out. Mm-hmm. Breaks her heart. Okay, got it. I'm up to date. And he said he knew which hotel they went to and what room they were in. Well, yeah, he's clearly so, following her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or somebody was. Yeah, he was. So when she heard that Darius had been killed, she asked him if he had anything to do with it. Huh. Mm. Oh, really? Yeah. I mean, so flash forward to when he was killed and she finds out about yeah. it. Yeah. And it. he told her no. As but, a murderer will. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So anyhow... Now they have enough evidence to arrest him and charge him. And he goes to trial on February 22nd, 2007. Wow. So their court system seems very similar to ours. Everything takes years. In Poland, a trial is predicated on the idea that truth is obtainable. Didn't write it down, but their jury isn't a jury of peers. It's like judges and oh yeah. I, I think even wish the, we had that. Even the presiding judge is one of the people on the jury, hmm. which is interesting. Hmm. And it's only a few people, That's like three or four good. or five people. Mm-hmm. All better than our system. Yep. And so I you think get basically people who don't give a shit, and if one of them is too stupid to see that OJ did it, yep, and Casey Anthony, or in this case, all twelve, all twelve, <laughs> yeah. you're fucked. So I think basically the the way it works is each side tells their story and you know the one that this jury which should be smarter people think is closer to the truth is how they decide but the prosecution introduced files from bala's computer 
which they had seized during a raid on his parents' house. In one file, it it had to be accessed with a password amok uh, because, you know, <laughs> he's super sneaky. Yeah. My, the, the password for my novel amok is amok. Well, my no. password is password. This wasn't for the <laughs> novel. One, two, three. Yeah. This was for uh, another file where Bala cataloged in graphic detail sexual encounters with more than 70 women. Jesus. The list included his wife. Bala was a Bala. <laughs> I think you know what I'm saying. Or at least. In his mind. He, he was yeah. Anywhere, yeah. A divorced cousin. Ew. Who, uh, who, was, who was, quote, older and, quote, plump. Oh, my God. What the fuck? <laughs> the mother of a friend. Ew. This is not Ew. 1840s when that shit flew. Yeah. Who he described as old ass hardcore action. Old ass Jesus hardcore Christ. action. Mm-hmm. Really? So uncomfortable. I'm gonna, I'm gonna describe that about you to someone. <laughs> hey, man, my wife. Yeah, she's old ass hardcore action. You know what I'm saying? Do you and know a Russian. I don't know what I'm saying. I don't know what that means. And a Russian whore in an old car. Uh, we use the phrase "sex worker," and we use the phrase "used car." This is a quote. Car. Okay. Thanks. <laughs> this is a quote. Okay. From Bala. Okay. The prosecution also presented emails where Bala sounded unmistakably like Chris. He used the same vulgar or or arcane words such as, quote, joy juices. Joy juices. <laughs> That's from the novel? Mm-hmm. Oh, Chris, the character from the novel, right? Yes. Wait, okay. Yeah. And, joy juices. And he also used these in emails. And Madame Melancholy. I don't Madame Melancholy. Well, yeah. he did. In his credit, he did coin the word jizz. So he did add something to the culture. Anyhow, in an angry email to his ex-wife, Stacia, he wrote, Life is not only screwing, darling. And um, okay. in the book, Chris exclaimed, Fucking is not the end of the world, Mary. Whatever. Now finish your joy juice. <laughs> 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 <Get> the hell <laughs> up. Ew. <laughs> Christian Bala was convicted. <gasps> wow, you skipped right over everything. Just uh-huh. boom. Convicted? Okay. Okay, convicted, got it. And sentenced to 25 years in prison. 25 years. He was I, I out thought, in four. I thought I had the date that he was convicted. It was like late in 2007. So, wow. So, I remember Started thinking. In February. I remember mm. thinking in my mind mm. that the, where you do it, the trial it. lasted like seven months or something like wow. that. Wow. So, yeah, Jesus I know. Criminy. It was a long trial. Dayoma. So, at the trial. Darius's wife pleaded with the press to stop making Bala out to be an artist rather than a murderer because they just seemed to be yeah. sensationalizing uh, a muck. Really? And right? it was selling out. At really? Every, Even though at the time, virtually it was, every bookstore. It didn't. I mean, it was a minor, nothing novel. No, it was, it was a terrible published. book. Yeah. yeah. It's like if the Fifty Shades of Grey bitch killed someone and people oh wait that's that actually happened she did sell a lot of, of terrible 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 yeah. terrible books terrible so. book oh, no. yeah and she did murder someone little known fact she murdered literature <laughs> she yeah. what she did. fun fact pulled an oj <laughs> so well, yeah it's, it's like you know be careful who you make your cause celeb because sometimes they're assholes or in this case murderers mm-hmm. murderers well he appealed of course he did. And he was granted a retrial based on inconsistencies like whether Darius died of strangulation or drowning because, of course, they had competing medical examiners in saying po- by, different By the things. way, in Poland, they call it a, uh, um, a do-over, but go ahead. Okay. Or whether or not the killer had an accomplice. You know, they couldn't mm-hmm. figure out how... Yeah, they saw those two. Could he have done it That sec- The receptionist saw two people mm-hmm. seemingly waiting for him. It was a very good chance. Complete coincidence. Those neither of those two people, right, were obviously were Bala. He wasn't with someone. Yeah. He did all this stuff alone. So it's just mm-hmm. pure coincidence. Mm-hmm. But still, that's a, something like that screws it up because uh, you know a defense attorney, a sleazy defense attorney, because is doing it of the kind, mm-hmm. will take that and just sow confusion in the jury and say, "Well, there's two people. It shouldn't have been <laughs> yeah. him." Because he, yeah. which to me is stupid. Because just because the prosecution doesn't know every yeah. minute detail of how he committed the crime. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean he didn't commit. You know, he. Agreed. It's possible he didn't commit the crime. If every single detail doesn't fit, you must acquit. Is mm, what they say. Yeah, not true. Well, uh, he did get his second trial. Unfortunately for him, he was found guilty again, and they uh-huh. upheld his twenty-five year sentence. Nice. There should be something where if you do that and you get found guilty again, get a little something extra, or maybe your balls get cut off. Something I don't know. Something yeah. I'm working. I'm just spitballing here. Here I'm just mm-hmm. saying. But you know. 
something. This would be a little skin in the game. I don't know, but it would have been nice if they increased the sentence or something. Yeah. But he got the same thing. So while he was in prison, he requested that the police return his computer to him <laughs> because he had already started his second book. <laughs> and he wanted to finish oh. it while he was in prison. What was it called? A Mock 2? Electric Bug. You know what? I I did read the title of it. It's in Polish, obviously. It has something to do with lyrics. Mm-hmm. So it's, you know, something stupid and symbolic. If I gave some, my love a cherry. Yeah. If well, I killed this guy, this is how I would have done it. <laughs> the police had gone through his computer and they had discovered his research mm. for his second book. And it basically appeared to them that he was planning a second murder. Damn. Oh my God. Did he have a target? That was going to coincide who hit on his ex-wife? His second book. I don't know. <laughs> but so they possibly saved a guy's life. They did. Mm, yeah. By putting him in prison. Damn. The end. That was. Shit. So, <clears throat> this is the only case we know of where, I mean, lots of people have written books about people who killed, going back to Dostoevsky. I did mm-hmm. that up with a little Russian accent there. Oh, yeah, he, and he, he actually fancied himself you think that very was, crime and punishment. Was that his motivation? Like, I'm the dude who, okay, I'm going to write from the point of view of a killer, have this book be about murder. That's been done before. I really killed someone, so I really know how it feels. Or was it just like, I really need to know how murderer feels before I write this book. Or yeah. was it just, I want to kill anybody who's hitting on my ex-wife and make it seem more like art than the mundane um, yeah. you know, murder that it really was? Por que no los tres? Yeah, you're right. Por que no los tres? all of them. Yep. Por que no los tres? Probably was, huh? <laughs> mm-hmm. But then, here's the thing, though. If you're the one dude who lived the murder, did the murder, and used that as fodder for your novel, you'd be aching to tell people about that, you'd think. Mm-hmm. You know? You'd so want to brag about that. I, my guess is that he was going to do this multiple times and then somehow, some way, let it be known that this is what he did. Yeah, maybe. He wanted way the clout. The you know, mm-hmm. when he's 75 years old and doesn't really matter anymore. So send me to jail for the last five yeah. years of my life. I don't give a shit. I don't know. That's my know. guess. I'm just throwing that out there. I don't know. I did read that his mom never read the book because that's probably good yeah she just couldn't because you know it was her son writing it maybe she could read it if if it was written by another author but you know she knew that it probably because of all the creepy sex stuff in it yeah there you go his dad read the book thought it was great it was great literature and so proud of my son he really captured the mind of a murderer it's almost like he did it Mm -hmm. well carrie that's a, a chilling story of murder and mayhem. Yeah. Mm, mm, mm. Interesting. Oh, so, and, and Thank you, Poland. <laughs> yeah, it's our first story from Poland. Yes. What's yes. up, Poland? Why you got so many weird K's and W's in your fucking words? One that you know of. What are you talking about? Poland's not Kentucky. Huh? She's talking about the language. Oh, my bad. I thought you meant we have so many weird cases. <laughs> That's our first K's one. K's and W's. I was like, what? Oh, K's and W's. <laughs> never mind, never mind, never mind. And L's that make noises that L's don't make. Well, Lots of Z's. Yeah. I like Z's. He's an underused letter, I, th- I find. Yeah. We need more Z's and Q's. I'm going to give all my kids mm. Z names. Yeah, Queez. Zebra, Zendaya, and <laughs> Zendaya, Zane. And Zalika, Zane. And Q's too, <laughs> man. And Zeke. With Zeke. a Q-U-E at the Zane end. Zane I already said Zach. Zapple. Zapple. with a Q at the end. <laughs> None of them are going to be Zachary. Zapple. None of them. Zach with yeah. a Q would be cool. No. Yeah, come on. Zaku. 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 My other kid, Mangolin. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Carrie, for that chilling and terrifying story of, of real life murder come to fiction. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Other way around. You oh, I like that. It no. is. It's, it's, it's going from fact to fiction, not fiction to fact. Or, huh? Wait, no. Fiction, I fact, don't know what's fact happening. Fact to fiction and fiction to fact. Any way you guys want to see it is how it's, it is. Yeah. It, it's, it, it, sure. it went backwards. I'm just saying that. Okay. Mm-hmm. In some way, it went backwards. So thank you for that interesting story, Carrie. Why don't you tell the folks where they can find us? Wordworldpodcast.com. Wordworldpodcast on um, Instagram and Patreon and Facebook and Wordworldpod on Twitter. Anything else? That's it. That's it. I, Emma's going to start a Snapchat. Ooh. Yeah, Emma, get on I'm that. I'm sorry, what? Snapchat? How come we don't have a weird word Snapchat? That makes what no the sense. fuck would we do? Would do Who would want that? I don't yeah. know. I don't even know how Snapchat works. The, uh, you, you, clearly. You, 
Post. Oh, and you do. I know it's not appropriate for a podcast. Yeah, Snapchat is more like a personal app. Like you use it to communicate with friends. Carrie's oh. like, let's put it on Tinder. Is that okay? How about Tinder or Bumble? Why doesn't it have a Tinder? Why doesn't it have a Tinder? Podcast to have a Tinder. That's my Carrie voice. If, All right. We'll make a if, snap group with if our we got huge, no, if we got <laughs> huge. The snap group reward? Yeah. Okay. If we got, if we were like my favorite murder level, maybe, but, but still, no. Yeah, yeah, I don't think. But I, I appreciate you thinking mm-hmm. outside of the box. <laughs> outside of the box. That's good. Thanks, Emma. That's good. She's an old ass hardcore bitch. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, but did I, was that not? Okay. We don't call women bitches. Oh, you're we right. call men bitches. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, Bitch. I'm, I'm, I'm for that. <laughs> oh fuck yeah! <laughs> I deserved it. Okay. See ya. See everybody until next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. Yep. <laughs>